Episode 40, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different online businesses focused on domain names, funky cool email services, and brand licensing. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people, and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks so much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. Have you read Dale Carnegie's brilliant book, How to Win Friends and Influence People? It's an excellent book, and if you haven't read it, I really urge you to get it this week. I want to give a quick shout-out to my podcast sponsor, Payment First Limited. Payment First Limited provide businesses with affordable credit card processing and EPOS solutions. Business owners need to juggle many different balls on a daily basis, from accounting, administration, to marketing and manpower. Every aspect of running a company has a significant impact if it goes wrong. Whether your business is accepting credit cards for the first time or looking to integrate an existing point-of-sale system, Payment First will be able to save you hundreds of pounds and set you up with the most up-to-date ways to take payments from your customers, whether face-to-face or online. Finding the right point-of-sale software for your business can be like looking for a needle in a haystack, unless you're in the know. Go to www.paymentfirst.co.uk and find a solution for your business that integrates seamlessly with your hardware and provides all the functionality you need. That's paymentfirst.co.uk. When you sign up with Payment First, mention Monday Motivation Podcast and you'll get a free setup and a 10% discount on your first year's fees. Go to www.paymentfirst.co.uk now. In How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie shares lots of stories that explain his many different principles. It's a book that I read in the late 1980s, and I don't say this to show off or impress, but I soon realised that I was already living by and using many of the principles in the book. I read it with interest and set about working on the other areas which I wasn't following and began making changes on those. It's without doubt one of the most influential books in my life to date. So I want to share with you some of the most impactful principles from the book. But I won't ruin your enjoyment of it. I'm going to share some of my stories. I'll leave Mr Carnegie to share his with you when you read the book. Smile. This is one of the best pieces of advice, and I use it all the time. Nobody likes to be round a sourpuss. And as you know by now, I'm always upbeat. I love life, and so I smile a lot more than most people, and I have fun. Life's too short not to. It's brilliant when you're out and about during the day. I love smiling at people. It's so nice to see someone who's looking a bit serious or sad. And when you get eye contact with them, you beam them one of your big happy smiles. It's a wonderful feeling to see them smile back at you. Not only is it nice to smile at people, just the simple act of smiling makes you feel better. And I'm sure there's some science or physiological explanation behind it, but it just makes you feel better. I remember going to a three-day Tony Robbins weekend event, and he had the whole audience stand up and practice smiling and holding our heads up high. It's incredible how your body stance can make you feel so much better. So smile more this week and from now on. 
One thing that always makes me smile is getting a review on iTunes. This week's iTunes Reviewer of the Week is Michelle Daly. Michelle was so kind to give me a five-star review, and she said, A positive, real-world Jiminy Cricket. Totally love these podcasts from Dickie Armour. Listening makes my heart soar with positivity and the desire to take action. The content is fresh, real-world advice that I can take forward in my life and business. You can tell that Dickie wants you to succeed. His delivery is enthusiastic and friendly. Bad news, I binge-listened, forgot the idea is one a week. Subscribed. Thank you so much, Michelle. That's such a lovely review. Michelle Daly runs a couple of successful businesses focusing on branding and design. I know her well and I'm proud to call her a friend. She's wonderful, successful, one of life's special people and always happy to help others. If your business is looking for a rebrand or new design, I highly recommend Michelle's company, Creating Media. Go to creatingmedia.co.uk to find out more. Don't criticise, condemn or complain. In England, we used to have a sitcom on TV called One Foot in the Grave. The main character was a grumpy old man called Victor Meldrew. He believes that everything is always going wrong for him and he gets upset because he thinks it's always someone else's fault. When events get the better of him, he goes into a full verbal onslaught. His most famous sayings include, I don't bloody believe it! And what in the name of bloody hell?! Victor Meldrew is a great example of how not to live your life. Instead of complaining and criticising, we should just learn to let things go. It serves no purpose to get upset over things, and in fact, it just makes you feel worse, as well as the people around you. Give honest and sincere appreciation. I've mentioned my friend Trey Pennington before. He was a social media expert from North Carolina in the US and was the nicest guy. He shared with me that there are three things people want in life. They want to be heard, they want to be understood, and they want to know that their life matters. They want to be heard, they want to be understood, and they want to know that their life matters. When people do well or they create something, such as an ebook or an online course, or they do something great in their business, we should give them appreciation. By doing so, you'll be giving them two of the things they crave, being heard and understood. But do it genuinely. Don't do it just to be a sucker. Remember people's names and use them often. Think about your name. It's yours. It's been yours since you were born. In my case, that's over 51 years now. It means so much to you. So the next time you meet someone, use their name when in conversation. People love to hear other people say their name. So many people I know forget people's names. But it's so important that you try to remember people's names if you can. And then use them in your conversation with that person and you'll draw them closer to you. It's a wonderful rapport building tool. It works so well because most people don't remember names and therefore don't use names when talking to other people. Focus on what other people want and help them to get it. I've always been a big fan of Zig Ziglar. His most famous saying was, if you help enough people get what they want, eventually you'll get what you want. I love that and it's so true. I'm lucky as I've always loved people and I truly love helping people. That's one of the reasons why I created my Monday Motivation podcast. I know that you listen and I really appreciate you for that. Thank you, but it's a wonderful way for me to share my interests, advice and guidance with so many other people. 
I've read hundreds of books, I've listened to hundreds of hours of audios, and I've watched way too many success videos, so I can then impart my learnings to other people like you. I know it helps people, and that's what drives me. Too many people I meet are way too focused on selling themselves, their business and their products and services, but what we should do is focus more on others and how we might be able to help and serve them. Be enthusiastic about other people's ideas. One of my great friends, Ian Patterson, is a scuba diving instructor. That's how I met him. He taught me to scuba dive back in 1993, and we hit it off immediately. He was a one-man band with only a handful of diving students each month, but he was a great guy and he wanted to build his diving school up and create a club. I fell in love with scuba diving. It's incredible. It opens up a whole new underwater world. So I was one of Ian's first members of his London Scuba Club and I helped him grow by recommending many of my friends to learn and then join. I used to help him during the dive days when we went up to an old quarry called Stony Cove. I loved it and my enthusiasm rubbed off on Ian and the other divers. We used to have such a great time and a great giggle in the evenings. We went on some fabulous diving holidays to the Red Sea in Egypt and one year I was really humbled when Ian gave a speech to thank me for helping his scuba school become so successful. He went as far as to say that if it hadn't been for me and my enthusiasm, it wouldn't have been the great school and club that it was. How cool is that? It was only my passion and enthusiasm for him and his skills and the fun of diving, but it rubbed off on so many other people. And Ian now lives in France where he still teaches and he still owns the London Scuba School which is based in Lingfield near Gatwick Airport here in the UK. He's got a team of instructors running the UK business for him. I've included a link to London Scuba in the show notes. Make people feel special. This is an easy one for me because I really do love people. I have a rule I live my life by. I treat everyone how I want to be treated. Whether it's a top customer, a waiter in a restaurant or the bin men, I'm always nice and polite and I go out of my way to be friendly. When I worked in London as a stockbroker, we were based in a massive open plan office with over 300 brokers all sat around dealing desks with loads of screens in front of them. I loved it. Because there were so many of us, we produced a load of rubbish. Old newspapers, lunch leftovers, drink cans, bottles, etc. So a firm of cleaners used to come round two or three times a day to empty the huge rubbish bins scattered around the dealing room floor. I was one of the very few dealers who would talk to the bin men. There was one guy who was great fun. He was really skinny and ran around like a lunatic, rushing to get all the bins et- emptied. He was called Danny. He told me the quicker he finished doing the bins, the quicker he could have a break and go and have a cigarette. He had a mate who ran a stationery company, and he used to bring me in reams of paper when I was writing my first book, The Habit. I never asked for this, but because I took the time to talk to him, he felt special and wanted to do me favours in return. Our local bin men used to do our collection on a Friday. I often worked from home on a Friday, and so I would make the three of them a cup of tea. They loved that. They were from a completely different walk of life, but we all used to get on and have a giggle. They did me favours like taking heavier rubbish away, and one time they even came back in a van to take an old boiler that we'd had replaced. Such nice guys, but all because I took the time and I made them feel special. Get the other person to say yes as often as you can. Try this next time you're sat having a conversation with someone. It's especially good to use in a meeting or on the phone with a prospect. 
ask closed questions where the other person can only reply by saying yes. The more often a person says yes when they're with you or talking on the phone with you, the more chance you have of doing business with them and of them liking you. Seriously, when people say yes, it makes them feel good. So think of questions you can ask them that will trigger a yes response from the other person. For example, have you got plans for the weekend? Yes. Did you watch the rugby over the weekend? Yes. Ask an agreement question about the weather. It's been really cold today, hasn't it? Yes. I'm English, so we always love talking about the weather. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Pretend you've had a few problems with your telephone. Did you have a good business trip? Yes. Now, there will always be a risk that they might answer no, but persevere and you'll get better at getting yeses. Try to see things from the other person's perspective. I think way too many people think about things from their own perspective, but if you can, stop yourself and instead put yourself in the other person's shoes. I see this mistake being made often with online businesses. Web developers or designers do things that they think customers will want and often to make their life easier and not the customer. I wish more people would think about it from the customer's perspective. How would your prospective customer like to buy from your website? What would be the easiest and most convenient way to process an online order? Even if you're just socialising and listening to someone moaning about how awful things something's been, if you can agree and empathise with them, they will warm to them. See it from their side and feel for them. Grant Cardone always says in his sales books, never argue with a potential customer. It's too easy to get your back up if a prospect is being negative about your service or your product or your company. I've seen it so many times on Dragon's Den when the dragons begin slating the business idea and you see the business person get quite defensive. When you get defensive, you begin to lose your call and you lose control of the situation in the sales process. You'll risk getting into an argument with the other person and that's never good. Instead, we should simply agree with the other person who's being negative. By agreeing with them, no matter what they say, you'll surprise them and you'll immediately take the sting out of their objection. Here's a few real-life examples I've had in the My Brand email business where we offer a very cool email service to fans of some very large, well-known global brands. We don't have the budget for this right now. It's expensive for what you say you're going to deliver. You're right. I know it does seem expensive. Why would you ever agree like that? Because by agreeing, you actually get back on their side. But then you follow on with... Another company in the same field as you thought exactly the same. But when we sat down and showed them what we do for them, they realized that in actual fact, we provide massive value. They went ahead with us six months ago and they've been blown away with the results we've delivered. Let me quickly explain how we did that for them. Or they might say, we can do that ourselves. Why would we pay anyone else to do this? We know our company much better than you do. My response would be, yes, you're right, absolutely. You could do this yourself, but why on earth would you? You're a football club. You run the media side of the business, and I can only begin to imagine how busy you and your team are every day. Chelsea Football Club thought the same, and in fact, they were going to get their IT team to look at offering the email service. So yes, you could do it yourself, but Chelsea's IT team explained what would be involved, and our contacts soon realised that as we already had our system developed, set up, and ready to roll, it would make no sense for them to waste the time trying to do it themselves. So let's get you on board. Let's get a deal done. What do you say? 
Or they might say, no way would we ever offer this service to our fans. It would be too dangerous. People could pass themselves off as us and we would have no control over how they use their email. I completely agree with your concerns and I understand them. Chelsea Football Club, Everton and Liverpool all had very similar concerns. I've been able to set their minds at rest and we're now running their fan email systems with no problems whatsoever. Let me run through your concerns with you so I can make sure I fully understand them and I'll explain how you can rest assured. And you'll still need to use your influence in your personal life too. Here's an example when a husband or boyfriend wants to go to the cinema to watch a roughy tufty man flick. Babe, let's go and see the new action-packed thriller. It'll be great with all the fighting and shooting. Her response should be, OK, that sounds exciting, darling. See, you've not done the usual. No way, I don't want to watch that rubbish. Instead... You've agreed with him. That will catch him by surprise and he'll drop his macho guard and then you go in for the kill. Okay, that sounds exciting, darling. I've heard it's really good. But I've also heard amazing things about Blankety Blank, your preferred chick flick. I spoke to Dave and Mandy and Dave said he loved it. Let's go and see that and I'll buy dinner afterwards, babe. Try some of these approaches this week and I promise you you'll notice a difference in how the other person reacts. And smile more this week. Try it and see how other people around you react. Don't criticise or complain as much as you normally do. Give appreciation to others and tell them how special they are. Remember people's names and use them often in your conversations with them. Focus on other people and what they want. Don't make it all about you. Make it about them. Be genuinely interested in them. Be enthusiastic and supportive of other people's ideas. Get people to say yes more when talking to them and start to agree with them, especially when they're being negative or they're raising objections about you and your business. Do this this week and I just know you'll start to reap the rewards and you'll leave a better and much more positive impression on the people that you meet and talk to. And if you haven't yet read How to Win Friends and Influence People, I encourage you to get yourself a copy this week and start putting some of the principles into action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day. Every day.